Are you on the ball? On the ball. On the ball. <laughs> what a Are bunch you? of knuckleheads, man. Welcome back to week two of 2022. Um, I think we lived a year in week one. <laughs> was it long? It was definitely long. It's definitely it, it was it wasn't long. It actually went fast. It just was packed. I mean, every single minute of it was moving and grooving and doing. And uh, I loved it. I had one of the best weeks I've had. Um, lots of new opportunity, new energy. And then uh, the presentation that we gave on Friday, which, you know, we'd spent really good time, good headspace putting it together. Um, was received pretty well. It was a dinger for sure. It was uh, it was a great week, and then even this past weekend, it was just it was our first weekend that we've had to ourselves since prior to Christmas. So it was like taking the Christmas lights down, getting caught up on everything around the house. So it was a busy weekend, uh, but feel great. Just awesome start to 2022. I feel absolutely fantastic. I agree. Good morning, D. Robinson. Thank you for your nice thoughts and comments on Shout Friday. out to everybody that was there Friday. A lot of people in that group and great feedback. I mean, it was just really a great way to kick it off. Nice. Yeah, there's some great <laughs> Yo, I, I will tell you this. You know, the one thing, the only thing hard about that, well, let me back up. The office is a is an absolute goldmine. Home run. <laughs> Home run. <laughs> Excited. Fantastic. We'll be doing a welcome event there. We'll be doing some other cool things there. Um, my goal is I'm not going to be there all the time. I'm still going to do the hybrid thing. But when you're there, there is an energy. There's a something. So it yeah, was I think great. that's I think that's working for everybody, or yeah. that should be the concept for everybody. Is that you have an office, but it doesn't mean you're there all the time. Like that new normal is that hybrid where you're there when you need to be there and you're out and it's this combination of virtual in-person in the office that creates a very dynamic working environment. The technology that was at our fingertips to present was so fantastic. My only take is it's still hard to interact, man. I didn't know where to look and what to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little old school. You know? I'm like, am I talking to you? Am I talking to you? I'm like, you know, I'm seeing the, the back of my head. I'm like, what am I doing? You struggle with the camera a little bit, but you didn't even know there's another camera. There's like an up top camera. So Shay could have been like switching between camera angles for us. But that would have really blown your dome. So I was like, just we, keep from the out. We need practice, man. <laughs> there's no, there's no way he would have struggled more with the one up top. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey, you got to know what your limitations are, man. That's right. The decent, awesome, right? Um, can't start the week without talking about um, passing of Sidney Poitier. Um, what a classic human being. Um, who offered such greatness and goodness to the world. Bob Saget was, uh, you know, 65 years old. Wow. You know, that was a shocker. He just did a show. He just did a show at Hard Rock Live. Like, he passed away in his Ritz-Carlton uh, room where he was staying to do the show. He's supposed to be at the Palm Beach Improv coming up. Right. Well, he tweeted so how much he was into it and some crazy stuff. Still the ongoing saga, saga of a selfish tennis player that wants to change the rules of a whole country. I'm sick of that fucking story. I got to tell you, man. But he got in. But he got in, which is got in. 
the judge judge made them reverse the the deportation rule. He's in. He's gonna play. He's probably gonna win and give the whole country COVID. It's just unbelievable. He's gonna set the place on fire. Um, but the two stories I do want to talk about are if you did not see the Steelers game, Ben Roethlisberger of what could have been his last game. Just amazing. It's just amazing the quality of of talent and perspiration and grit and crazy. I'm not a Steelers fan, but Mike Tomlin, who nobody really talks about in the great circles, has never had a losing season. Man, yeah, he's got crazy. the most. He's at the most over 500 seasons in the history of the NFL. Super successful. I mean, I talked about the AB thing. Like he coached AB for nine years, and you never saw any of this kind of stuff. So. What was he doing that was a different communication for AB? How did he have a different relationship with him? Like the guy's an absolute rock star, but you got to think that the NFL is happy for them to have the last game of the regular season go into overtime with playoff implications and go all the way down to the wire to kick a field goal to win the game. I mean, just when the game, great football. If they tied, if they tied, it had other ramifications, but. The best story of the the best sports story of the weekend is this guy, Shea Shelby. Clay's got Jared Allen on a switch. He went to reach and Clay down the lane. I think he's healthy. Yo, got some bounce. Look at super bouncy crossover gets him by Jared Allen. Dunked on the whole city of Cleveland just now. Comeback stories, baby. Comeback. You uh, you know, you it's just amazing when you see stories like that. Two years the guy was out and he comes back. That's a really good basketball team, really well coached. That adds Clay Thompson. Watch out. Man. Yeah. Awesome to see the resiliency in that guy and to see him, you know, battle. There's so much mental toughness that goes into overcoming those physical ailments. And to see him come out and have a night like that was super awesome. Exciting to see. So I love success leaves clues. It's everywhere. It's late. Let's get to wake up music because I got a full show for you guys. never gets old speaking of getting old i have asked everybody this happy new year question <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. and the answer it gets better um shay show me larry david once again mm. welcome back once again to kevin pollock's chat show i am as always chat show happy new year to you I'm going to ask our guest today, who likes to put these lists together according to the dossier, when do we stop saying Happy New Year? How long? What's the window? When can we stop it with this? January 11th. January 11th. It's already been decided. There it is. 
please welcome Larry David. How are you, sir? Well, let's, let's talk about this, uh, this New Year's thing. Let's get right to <laughs> yeah. it. You say the 11th. First of all, I only receive Happy New Year. You never give. Never give, right. <laughs> never. Because? Because, because it's, it's, it sounds awful coming from my mouth, because it's so insincere. Because <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Happy New Year. In what regard? What does it even mean? Like, like a happy new year, like the party's happy, or no, uh, the, what? What's happy? I think it's <laughs> great. So, um, it's, he says January 11th. Right? Everybody that I've talked to, though, says one week you get the first week. So, if you were in this week, you're out on the happy new year. Don't tell I anybody. Don't agree. I am putting a flag in the sand and saying I don't agree. If it's January 15th and you haven't seen somebody, you can wish them a happy new year. It's great. But it got me thinking about all of the other, like, what are the statute of limitations on other stuff? What about happy birthday? He's great, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's not really, it's not really his birthday, though. I have to say. It was a couple weeks ago. You shouldn't be having a birthday party two weeks after your birthday. I mean, what's the statute of limitations there? Well, why don't I have my birthday? My birthday was two months ago. I think I'll have a birthday party. Okay. Okay, three days. No more than that, though. It's, no, it's not your birthday anymore. There's got to be a time. There's got to be a, a cutoff point where you can't have birthday parties. Are you so desperate for a party that you have to have a party two weeks after? Wait till next year. You, you missed it. So boo-hoo, you missed the party. It's a party. <laughs> He's very funny. But I also think it's a week. Like, if if you're, wherever your birthday falls, you get the week. So if it's on a weekend, you get to celebrate that weekend, celebrate that week. Everybody's wishing you happy birthday. It's all good. But it's like, it's, real, it's really simple. It's basically a week for anything that you're talking about. I, I find the whole concept fascinating. I really do, because there is no real rule. No rule. You make no it up rule. yourself. There's no police that are standing over you going, not one more. <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> uh, so it's just fascinating. I love that about um, Larry David in particular, because he does look at the language and pick it apart in great ways. But today is someone's birthday. It's going to be our motivational music. And it's going to lead us into a great conversation about energy. We talked on Friday about energy, which ev got everybody lit up. But right now, happy birthday, Pat Benatar.
I'm fired up. <laughs> if that zone doesn't fire you up, yeah, just go stick your head in the in the oven. Jesse Lubin with a rock star comment, by the way. So, what's that? Jesse Lubin with a rock star comment. Oh, just is that right? Saying, what did he say? You can never do wrong by doing right. Thinking of someone and wishing them well is never late. You can never be late on it. So, excellent comment, Jesse. Love, love, love that. So, um, just a, a comment. Pat Benatar and her husband have been on tour forever. Um, it was one of the best concerts I've ever seen. They rock that particular song. If you're willing to go to Google and find the words, it's like, uh, you know, the deepest cuts are healed by faith. Oh, look at D. Robinson. Oh. dropped it at the same time. You guys said it at the same time. <laughs> so the words to that song are insane, which a lot of great rock songs are basically poetry. Um, that one's a doozy because... What we're going to talk about is the way you show up matters more than anything. You know, when someone says, uh, hey, do you know Steve Nudelberg? Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's the way you're going to go through life, man. You know, so, you know, right from the beginning, I made a commitment that no matter what was happening in my life, I was going to show up fired up. I was going to. I wrote about it in the book. <laughs> I did. I wrote about it in the book. <laughs> James Thrush said something the other day in one of his, I think in a video where he said, I can't wait till Mark's book is published so he can say. But the whole idea um, that your energy lands in the room long before anything else. People sense it, feel it. You can attach it. Um, when Ben Roethlisberger was in the huddle yesterday, you don't think his energy was connecting all the other guys, you know, so this what I leave people with, like, it, it's the one thing that regardless of what you say or what you do for somebody, you, they are going to remember the way you made them feel. And that transfer of energy. And we talked about a lot of this, you know, on Friday, you know, your mindset feeds it and all the things that feed it. But that feeling that you transfer to somebody is the thing that leaves the biggest mark. So that's your home. That's, that's your calling card for how you make people feel. That should be the most important thing, I would think. And, and there's uh, Jen Starkey, who is always uh, on the ball. It's contagious. People feel it. They sense it. They remember it. When I ask people why throughout the years. Why did you pick me? Why are we the firm? You know, they go, your energy is un unmatched. Love it. You know, I'm speaking to uh, a Thermo Fisher who I had done a presentation for a year ago. They were dormant. Somebody comes out of the woodwork and says, there's nobody I have ever met that has your energy. I need you in front of my people. Wow. You know, so, remember. So, so it's what people remember. It's, you know, so, but it is mental conditioning. You know, to say to myself, I'm going to show up that way, right? I need to condition myself to do that. You know, people say, how you doing? Mm. You know, that was that old tell me, you know, I don't, I'm never that way. You know, people say, wow, do you ever get down? You bet your ass I get down. You'll never see it. So right. I want to break down this energy concept for a second. I read an article recently that said, uh, just fascinating uh, statistic. I'm flying this morning. Over 90% of flights are on time. 
all you hear about is the ones that aren't on time and the delay. I tell you, I'm living in that 10%, though. My flights are never on time. <laughs> I why I, I'm like the most unlucky human being that I'm living in the 10%. And that's why I don't fly with you. But, <laughs> um, but the idea is that, you know, there is a roadmap. There is, you know, the eyes in the sky that keep things on track. So if you took energy and you broke it down into um, – like organizing it and being real conscious conscious of your present circumstances, there are five different kinds of energy. Write them down. Environment, finances, relationships, purpose, and time. I want to give you a second to think about that, sir, because, you know, if your environment is all cluttered and full of crap and, you know, that's how you're going to show up. You're going to show up unorganized, you're going to show up, you know, that environmental energy is just negative. You know, yeah. when you land in a good spot, like showing up in that office on Friday, which yeah. was phenomenal, there was environmental energy there, putting yourself in those kind of positions. If you get in your car and your car is dirty and you can't see through the windshield, that's shitty environmental energy. Yeah, I agree with you a thousand percent. And, you know, I refer to those five things as the inputs. Like I like to look at myself as a computer or a machine. And like if the power cord isn't plugged into the machine, you got nothing. So that's a pretty important input. So like there's all the other cords that belong in in order to get it functioning the way it's supposed to. That is how I think about all of the things that I put into my life in order to then control the energy. Because it's like you said – I've always believed that it's my responsibility to show up for the other people. It's, it's not really about me. It's more oh, about that. what they deserve from me. So does that person deserve to get a dump from me because yeah. my life is shitty right now or because I had something bad happen? What did they do to deserve that? None of their business. You know, right. so thing, because I would say to people when I would show up on stage about this topic is that, you know, I'm flying to DC. I'll be speaking tomorrow. You know, if I show up shit, hey, I'm really sorry, man. I had a really bad flight. I didn't sleep well. I was up late watching the championship game. And uh, I'm just going to do my two hour, 90 minute presentation. And I'm going to get out of here. Is that fair to them? No. You know, we have an obligation to show up. And this is a doozy of a line that I didn't create, but someone said to me one time every single time you get on stage, it's opening night for somebody. So you think yeah. of people who do a play over and over and over again, boom, Tuesday night is opening night for the people that are sitting there. So it's really fascinating. So uh, for D, the sake of D, I'll do it again. Environment, finances, relationships, purpose, and time. So finances, pretty simple. If you're consistently worried about what's going on in your financial life, if you have debt, like I hate desperate salespeople, you yeah. can smell them a mile away. You know, I got to make the sale or I'm going to lose my job or, you know, I'm, I'm not going to make my mortgage. That's just not a good place to be. So your financial energy shows up before anything else. So you got to be real careful. Relational energy. What does that mean to you? Uh, the quality of people in my life that feed me. Right. So like if, and I, I equate this to a working environment that I was in where people it got to a point where we were in a really bad working environment. The head coach was a, was a, was a poor leader 
And it created a toxic environment where everybody wanted to come into my office and sit at my desk to complain about the environment that we were in. And it only compounded the problem for me because I was already in the bad working environment. I was already having to deal with it as well. Now I'm dealing with everybody else coming into my office to complain about the shit I'm, I already know about. Like I'm here. I'm in it with you. So understanding that having those people come in and spend time that way actually created a larger negative effect. So controlling the people that are in your life, the relationships that you have and the way they feed you and what they do for you. That to me is what it means. It, it was the most important energy for me because I would actually have a list of people that I would leave on the side of my desk. And if I showed up and I was not, as I write about in my book, <laughs> uh, being in the zone, you know, you can scale that. You can say, okay, today I'm a five. How do I get to a 10? There were certain people I've had on speed dial and just call them up just to say, hey, just wanted to have a conversation with you. I needed a kickstart today. Boom, you get off a five minute call with them and you feel great. You know, that's what relationship energy is. You give and take and you're there for people, you know. So um, so we did environment, we did finances, we did relationship. Purpose could fall into a lot of things. Health is a part of purpose. Why do you live? You want to live a healthy life. If you don't have your health, you know, that's no good. Um, all of the other type of things like spiritual, you know, like what's, you know, that's real purposeful stuff. Why like, you do what you do. Like that yeah. to me is like, we talked about having your own personal core set of values. And that to me is even, if, even within an organization, like you have to have your core values that then determine the decisions that you make and everything has to feed that together in order to feed that fire of purpose. So when you're out of alignment and you're making decisions that aren't in line with your values creates really negative energy for yourself. So number one, if you haven't defined your core values, you got to do that. But then once they're defined, you really got to evaluate every decision that you make and say, does this fall in line with who I want to be, who I'm striving to be, who I think I am? Does it all fit? And all of this can be summed up in an exercise that I ask people to do all the time. Take the three closest people to you and say, how do I show up? Right. How am I showing up to you? You know, they'll, the closest people will be the ones to tell you if they're really good friends, they will tell you they're a good friend, a good client, whatever. They will tell you how you're showing up, organize your energy, figure out, get all the pistons rolling and then go punch it in the mouth. I am off to the airport. I am flying to 22 degrees. <laughs> these Travel why safely. And tell the Harity crew we said hello. So I get to meet John Harity for the first time today. I've been working with him for over a year. And uh, this is how cool relationships get. He's picking me up at the airport, picking me and Jake up at the airport. So we'll have lunch with him. Tonight's the championship game. Do I get, um, a, 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 you know, who who you picking? There's two people I don't bet against in this world. One's Bill Belichick. The other one's Nick Saban. I'm sorry for all the dogs out there, but this is going to hurt Kirby to happen again. But this I think is, it is. But uh, so tomorrow morning, tune in because I'm sure your show is going to be all about it. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll be so, talking a lot about championship. I can tell you that for sure. Championship stuff. Welcome to another week. Get up. Get out. Kick it. Kick it in the ass and get down to business. Please don't worry about me. Sir, sir, sir.
I'm about to let my heart speak My friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this We've had a million, million 